Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. My name's Dave Hodges. I'm the host, and we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by the Satellite Phone Store. I love these guys. And I've, you've heard me say, you've heard me say this, folks, that when they shut down the cities, and they will, trust me, that's coming as we begin this red wave in reverse. Now we've got counter momentum. Uh, the only thing that's really going to work other than short wave are sat phones. And people say they're too expensive. No, I pay one-fourth the cost for my sat phone that you do for your internet phone. I'm, I'm serious, folks. It's one-fourth. That's what I pay. So how do you find out more? How do you stay in touch with your family during crisis times? This is something you really need to look at. And I'm going to give you a number to call right now. That number is 855-980-5830. And they're the sponsor for this entire program. That's how much we believe in them. You go, Dave, you don't do it. No, that's right. We don't do this very much. That's how much I believe in them. You need to have communication. Anyway, we have Steve Quayle on us, and he's on the mend, and um, God needs to restore him so he can begin to do his service to our country, service to humanity, service to Christians. And I've been talking with Steve off air before we went on. He sounds a lot better. And uh, God's going to do a healing here. We know that, a complete healing. Steve, good to have you back. Well, thank you, Dave, and thank you for filling in for me in my absence on this show. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank all of you who have been praying, sending me cards, uh, literally uh, taking up the issue of my health. And I just want to uh, praise God first and foremost. But I, I think, Dave, what I've learned in the last 30 days, and that's how long it's been that, uh, you know, I've been kind of out of it. I've been able to maybe do four shows but here's the thing I want people to understand. From the beginning of the whole COVID announcement, the cover-up, the cover-over, what you're now finding about lying Fauci being, in my opinion, uh, he will go down in history as the greatest mass murder in history. The Center for Disease Creation, uh, the CDC, the <laughs> National Institute of Inhumanity, National Institute of Health. Ladies and gentlemen, these people hate life. We knew from the beginning, even during uh, the time period, Dave, during the, uh, you know, the prior election process, the Democrats made it very clear that they want nothing to do with God. And I think it's important that Christians understand something. They can no more see things your way than if you're someone who loves Jesus Christ, has been bought by the blood of a lamb, worships the God of all creation, you cannot come to peace with these people. And for that, I want people to understand. The book of Genesis says God himself put enmity, that's perpetual warfare, before the people, uh, between the seed of righteousness, Adam's seed, and the seed, if you will, of Cain, and and, and the, the war that's on. So, Dave, when I see the, the what I would call baloney, I'll just be nice today on your show, but the baloney of trying to, you know, work a political solution to the spiritual problem, it's crazy. It's nuts. Insanity. And now we're watching. And, and here's the biggest point I want to make right at the beginning of the show. From the beginning, I said this was an extinction-level event. You were one of the main speakers at our extinction-level conference. But even, Dave, some of the people that were speakers there have confided in me, and I'm not aiming this at you, but saying, you know what? We didn't, we didn't see the extinction level until they started, they started vaccinating, that's my word, vaccine assassinating pregnant women, uh, mothers who are carrying children, and now the children who are gonna get the jab from five to 11, 
I, I marvel at the fact that we're watching now the complete destruction and inability of the human race to reproduce itself. And Jesus, and I want to put this into perspective because the stuff we're going to talk about is pretty mind-blowing. He said, if he did not shorten the days for the elect's sake, those who accept him as Lord and Savior and accept his offer of salvation, there'd be no flesh left alive. That means no human beings. Everything you and I have talked about over the years together, aliens, transhumanism, all the stuff that we've talked about, genetic Armageddon, the uh, political scene. When, when the word of God says the whole world lies in the evil one, there's nothing, Dave, that is not under the control of Satan. And people who try and make uh, a deal with the devil lose every time. Yeah, that's a really good point, Steve. And you're right about making a deal with the devil. But how about we emphasize that people need to make a deal with Jesus? We we have lost God's blessing, there's no question. But I believe if we all got on bended knee and confessed our belief in Jesus Christ as the Redeemer and the Almighty Power in the universe, I believe God's favor could return. Well, I would use, you've got to put a word in there, Dave, and that's repent. Yeah. And repentance, repentance is key. I hear all these lofty statements from big ministries, like the best is yet to come. That's not true because, and I don't know where you want to dive right into this thing, but the bottom line is, is that the Christians cannot even see the vilification that's going on against them for the ultimate purpose of destroying them. And one of the chief principles, look, you and I have reported over years, uh, if not decades, of, of everything from the MIAC report, the 72 categories of terrorists. Now what we're watching, ladies and gentlemen, we've become a lawless nation. There is no law. Did you see the story about U.S. Marshal ordered by a federal judge to go and check on the conditions of all of the January 6th protesters that are being tortured, denied food, denied water, inhumanely treated against the Geneva uh, war protocols, and they were turned away, federal marshals, were turned away by Washington, D.C. prison authorities. Did you see that story? Yes, I have seen it. So, ladies and gentlemen, the mystery of iniquity that the Apostle Paul spoke about is the time where there's lawlessness, where each man, department, if you will, does that which is right in its own sight. And and there is no appeal. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I want to make this clear. I believe that we can halt certain things in prayer, intercession, and repentance. But when I made this statement, Dave, seven years ago now, maybe longer than that, I, I, if I lost track of a year, I don't mean to be misleading, but I made the statement. God said before he would allow Russia and China to destroy the United States in nuclear attack, he would reveal the sins of the leaders to the people and the people's sins before a holy God. Now, China and Russia are building up their arsenals beyond any mention in the mainstream press. And meanwhile, you can't get the treacherous trio of, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, General Milley, Silly Milley Vanilli, and you can't get uh, the Secretary of Defense Austin, and I, I call him an entity, and you can't get the others that uh, are in his, if you will, the, the, uh, the Titanic trio that are taking this country down. People need to understand, your military is in shambles. Our military is in shambles. 12,000, what, maybe 8,000, 12,000, someplace in there, of, of uh, U.S. Air Force top-line pilots have walked off the flight line. They've been told they're going to be court-martialed. Same thing with the Marines. 
Same thing, ladies and gentlemen, with the Navy. And we just saw one of the uh, big events of the Navy submarine. And by the way, it didn't crash into a mountain. It absolutely crashed into a Chinese nuclear boomer. People say, well, how can you know that? Well, simple. Anytime you see an official acknowledgement, you know there's a real story behind it. Go to the people who tell you the real story behind it. And Dave, not only that, but the Navy wants to get rid of 1,800 SEALs. Now, you could not orchestrate the takedown, takeover, and take apart of a nation more than is being done right before the eyes of the people. And today, 40,000 uh, people, Kaiser Permanente, are, you know, aluminum, they're talking about striking. We're talking about four, uh, 3,200 people aren't going to take the vaccination, empty shelves. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, what's funny is you've seen the pictures, Dave. They're printing out giant, like, vinyl posters of filled food shelves and putting them over the slots. Uh, I saw that. The slots. Yep. So I, I'm just trying to give your listeners, our listeners, an overview. And by the way, the satellite phone store they have limited numbers because, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the statement that we made, Dave and I have made it over the uh, last months at uh, uh, becoming, uh, oh, good night, uh, main mouthpieces for the satellites, for the satellite phone store. We told you the day would come when they're getting tough to buy. So, Dave, again, I think people need to understand this. That's not a sales pitch. Now there's a waiting list for the Inmarsat phones, not a long one. But the uh, Iridium phones are available, too. And they don't, the people get the phones free, they sign up for the service. And Galileo, which now I'm back in the saddle by the grace of God, I'm posting the most sensitive alerts on Galileo. Explain for, what that is in relationship to the sat phone. Two different companies. Galileo are those of us, Dave is an influencer. I am an influencer. Doug Hagman is an influencer. There are other people who are talk radio shows. Mike Adams, major influencer. And we upload current alerts in real time over the text messaging capabilities of the satellite phones. They have to go to Galileo.com, G-A-L-I-L-E-Y-O.com to sign up. Now, it's not the satellite phone store. Separate company. But those of you who have been pausing, waiting, maybe curious, Galileo's up and running. Everybody else has been faithful. Uh, I've been, uh, the, the, what do you say, the holdbacks just because of how sick I got. But now I prioritize that. And uh, since I don't sleep through the night, some really strange stuff is happening. Let me give you an example, Dave. La Palma in the Canary Islands. Yes. The, 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 the thing that I think people got to understand, that's the largest volcanic event in 100 years. The second event opened up uh, last night, and the third vent has just opened up. And behind the scenes, everybody's having secret meetings. But you know what the number one outcome of those secret meetings are? You cannot, to the anybody who would report the truth, they cannot tell the East Coast what's the potential uh, devastation from a tsunami. And ladies and gentlemen, this is really happening. Yet, why is it the mainstream? accessories to murder, and I call them MSATMs, will carry all these stupid stories but ignore the biggest volcanic event in the last hundred years. And what people don't understand, as Mike Adams so eloquently put it, at the uh, couple years ago, Dave, where you spoke too, at the True Legends conference, Mike said, they're killing photosynthesis. Ladies and gentlemen, they are killing photosynthesis. 
And what that's important because now we just find out that the fertilizer companies are being shut down. The biggest one in the world, I think, in Louisiana, it's one of the, it is either the biggest or second biggest, declared force majeure months ago, saying they can't meet their contractual obligations. Dave, that's going to happen to the U.S. dollar at some time in the near future. Because, again, we have lost all our credibility. If some guy who's reported to not be able to control his, let's say this, his bodily functions, and that's not rumor, that's really true, and as basically uh, guaranteeing that the definition of senility is uh, demonstrated to the world on the world leader's stage. Yeah, what does that say, Dave? And I'm going to turn it right to you. What yeah, does that well, say about the people, the people that elected him? It, it says a lot. And, and I want to go back to something you said that is so important, and I want to see if you have any idea about the answer to this. I'm not quite sure. But if that volcano were to fully go and blow in, at La Palma, uh, and it, the base of the mountain slides into the ocean. How long would it take for a tsunami to reach the east coast? And is there are there any estimates about how high the tsunami would be when it hit? Yes, from geologists out of the country. Here's the thing: the speed is dependent on how much of the actual mountain slides in. It's also dependent on the force, if you will, the actual megatonnage of the explosion. Right now, if it were to explode right now, the estimated megatonnage is 45 megatons. It will reach the East Coast, a shortest time, five hours, maximum seven hours. The height of the tsunami is uh, literally being crushed in supercomputers at this time. The supercomputers are also running in Japan, in Russia, in uh, uh, obviously the NATO countries, and everyone's trying to calculate the effects, but isn't this interesting? Nobody wants to tell the public about the, the uh, uh, portent and the wonder of what that means. I'm told in the last 48 hours, there have been emergency meetings between the intelligence agencies and the Biden administration, like that's almost an oxymoron, to uh, decide how they're gonna handle this. And do you know how it's gonna be handled, Dave? Oh, it happened without any notice to us. That's the biggest lie in the world. So. The height of the tsunami itself is between 150 and 250 feet, traveling at somewhere between 500 and 700 miles an hour. Someone says, well, that's supersonic. I don't think people understand the velocity and the explosive index of two ancient volcanoes, Krakatoa, 1883, and Tambora, Mount Tambora in 1818. The following uh, summer was known as the year without summer. So what we're talking about right now is a problem, even if it doesn't blow. Somebody said, okay, what happens if it doesn't blow? I said, then you're gonna watch the next couple years be the coldest years in recorded history as certain parts of this planet go into a deep freeze and it's all being articulated. By the way, Defense Secretary William Cohen made the statement, we have the technology to uh, modify the weather. Dane Wigington, geoengineeringwatch.org, magnificent job over the years I've known Dane. And by the way, Dave, our new film, and I gotta make a, a plea for it, it's not just about mega drought and no water, it's about the annihilation protocols that are going in. And uh, I've been posting today, and I can give it to you, but this is gonna be audio, but on Radmon, R-A-D-M-O-N.com, people are asking me, how can you have million count per minute uh, readings in the former Russian Federation, contemporary Russian Federation, some places in Europe, 
They're, they're huge reads. In other words, never this high before. And I, my answer is simply this. Everybody is getting ready for nuclear war, and it seems like the only people that haven't gotten a clue is the Pentagon. Yeah, you're, that's such a profound statement. Everybody but the Pentagon by design. Steve, yeah. I know from talking to a couple people that work in the Pentagon, and I had these conversations in the month of May, both in 2020 and again this year, they know they're being sold out. They know that, especially since Biden's taken over. They really know this. Why isn't there a pushback? I mean, you think that the, some of these generals would rise up just in their own selfish self-preservation interests. Well, to those generals, I'll tell you what's, what the uh, Chinese high command has in store for those guys. And they, by the way, they've been paid off by the millions for years. I'm the one that said, you better have a forensic audit of uh, these guys that are chummy chummy with Beijing. You better do it. Uh, no mention of it. So what I'm saying is, is that there's no pushback because just how can you push back about Jeffrey Epstein if you're on video doing really nasty things to children, okay? So the answer to that is all of them, A-L-L, of them on the Chinese payroll who have sold the country out are basically compromised. And that's why there's no I would agree with the Joint Chiefs. How about as you go lower into like division commanders, you know, operational well, battlefield people? I'm, I'm pretty much leaving at that Joint Chief higher Pentagon level. I a agree. Friend, a friend of mine who's in the... I, I, I won't tell you this, but he's in the Pentagon. He's absolutely clued in, uh, escorted out of there and escorted off a certain military base because he was helping Christians who were in the military file for religious exemptions. His exact words to me, Dave, is this. He said, here, here's what he said in an email. I'll send it to you after the show so you can, you can say, and I've known this man for years, okay? He said, Steve, by December 15th, the strategic deterrent forces in the United States, known as the triad, will be completely destroyed from within. Okay, now that might sound tough to people. Well, how could anybody know that? Well, simply because he's been escorted out of the Pentagon. He's been escorted off of the bases. And Dave, who in their right mind in any fighting force would submit its fighting men to an experimental vaccine that even the headlines of the day say, this is BS, Bravo Sierra, this is a bio. So when I'm saying what I'm saying is anybody who gets fired for conscience, I'll trust those guys. I will not trust anybody, the JCS, Joint Chiefs of Staff. And for the record, uh, one of the former heads of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, Admiral Thomas Moore, uh, when he was alive, his uh, research assistant, Sue Bradley, worked for him. And Sue and I became friends. When I started talking about the aliens and fallen angels, now, as people say, well, this is self-serving. No, he said to Sue, he said, Sue, I know you listen to a lot of talk radio, and I listen to Steve, too, but pay attention. He's telling the people what's coming. So, Dave, I know for a fact, and I say a fact, the people you told me about, about you told me, you, we went on a program, you said you saw a sheet, my name was on it, your name was on it, two other names of talk shows, along with being told that 200 or whatever, 196 or whatever less, were targeted for termination and that they were going to use COVID. You and I talked about that. And then I, I have a life and death experience after black helicopters over my house. And I mean, rumbling my house in a slow hover, you know, with 
weapons pods underneath them. And, and so, you know, I can only tell you this. I know firsthand, ladies and gentlemen, that Davis talked to the real people. And I can tell you firsthand that they don't kill people who, who tell or fabricate stuff. So I want, I want people to understand this. I think, Dave, that's one of the most important, at least it was to me. Uh, it was in the back of my mind when I was in the emergency room. It was the back of my mind when I couldn't breathe. And I thought it was it. I thought, well, Dave's list is right. Well, I, I, I called you about an hour after I received the information. And the next day, you had the helicopters over your house. Yep. I don't and think so, that's an accident. Yeah. And I, I don't, look, I'm not going to defend anything any longer. You know, after 26 years of dealing with, you know, a reality that's been denied at every level, mostly by the world of Christians. But the point is, look, I'm not down on Christians. I'm trying to spare them from the guillotines. I'm trying to spare them from the death camps. And ladies and gentlemen, one of the things, and, and Dave, this really makes me, I almost can't say this. When Al Cuppet, who I brought on talk radio 25 years ago, this is really relevant to what we're talking about. I put him on talk radio with me. I called him Mr. C, as in C, as in his last name, Cuppet. He And people thought it was Mr. C, as in Ocean, S-E-A. And we started talking about what was going on in the military. We start. he had a friend named, excuse me, I'm trying to keep my breath from talking. We had a friend, he has a friend, I don't know the gentleman, named Brother Bob. Brother Bob's vision made it very clear I won't put it up on my website. It's that disturbing. And I don't recommend people that don't have strong stomachs read it, okay? But at the time he wrote that, and I think uh, you can look it up the date of his vision. Uh, the thing is, is that just in the last 48 hours, I, I, I got some information that just makes me furious. But I'll tell you what, they're planning on using the children against their parents to get them to denounce their faith in Jesus Christ. Those who don't, they got some really nasty stuff planned. Same. Can, can you give me an example? Because I want to add something to that after you give the example. Killing the children before their parents' eyes in some very gruesome ways. Killing the spouse, the strongest believing spouse, before the eyes of the weakest, trying to get people to cave. The guillotines, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, and, and again, Dave, I'm sending you right now the updated guillotine post. I've waited for years and years to put the one I'm putting out now simply because, you know, I mean, I wanted to make sure that people understood the context of way th how they could end up in the camps. And it's kind of like this. It's like the Hotel California. You can always check in, or when they put you in, you don't come out without selling your soul to Satan and taking the vaccination. So, and, and again, Brother Bob's vision, it's on the Internet, but I would encourage everyone who's a Christian to pray. Say, Lord, do you really want me to know this? And I, I wouldn't even bring it up except to say, in the last 48 hours, two days, uh, the reconfirmation of what they're going to do to separate the kids from the parents, the parents from the kids, is is just off the charts. And I won't say any more at this point. Okay, I understand. Well, I've covered the importation of guillotines, and I've covered the... Uh importation of the gas they used to kill the Nazis, and they did that under the Obama administration from Brazil. So to me, this has been in preparation for a long time. Now, the next thing 
Uh, I just lost my train of thought on this, but uh, but one of the things that I was going to say, aside from where I lost my train of thought, was that it, it, with regard to what's coming with the kids, uh, Fairfax County Schools did not learn their lesson from the election, and what's happened to Loudoun County, where I believe some of those school board members and the superintendent are going to prison for covering up the first rape of two girls that were raped. Uh, I think that Fairfax County is in big trouble too. What they did, they just came out with a survey to kids, first grade to sixth grade, and they did things like they asked about their sexual interests. Then they asked them about their knowledge of transsexual uh, policies, politics, uh, practices, practices, yes. And also listen to this, they asked if their parents ever bullied them. There you go, Steve. It's, it's happening in the schools, just as you just said right here. Right. And as I'm talking to you, Dave, in real time, now this is only available to my subscription uh, uh, paywall for the Q files, okay? And I'm going to send it to you, though, because it's germane to what we're talking about. And I don't expect you to read it while we're on the air or anything. But I want you to know, uh, you know, this was what the Lord laid on my heart. And I, I, I received yesterday, you'll find this interesting, yesterday morning, I was praying through the night. I, when I say praying through the night, I wake up, get up, take my nebulizer of steroids so I don't have to cough through the rest of the night. And I check my, uh, some specific sources of information. And this one guy, I won't even name him, he's got a, a ministry, and he was basically poo-pooing the idea of guillotine, saying guillotine operators wanted. Well, when I saw that, I thought, it's time. Not because he meant a satirical, I don't know, you know, and my article wasn't out, so it wasn't in response to me, but I took that as my ghost signal to share what I'm sending to you right now, okay? And I, I just want you to understand something. I believe it's that late in the game. And is it fair to say that those people that you talk for the record, Dave talks to totally different people, we talk to one guy between us, but Dave talks to a totally different source than I talk to, and, and most people cannot even embrace the level of evil that's coming against them, and they still think that, you know, what is the old uh, idiom, whistling, beyond, or whistling past a graveyard? Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, that's the graveyard of American freedom, liberty, fighting men, fighting women, and everything we've known as a blessing of the living God in this land. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, what you're saying to me is just, you know, I'm sitting here sh shaking my head yes, because this is something I know to be absolutely true. Um, and, and I think soon the country will too. Steve, let me tell you what, and I'm, if I pat myself on the back here, I'm going to do so just for a moment. In April, when I started seeing the videos of the Loudoun County School Board meetings, and then it started happening in Ohio and Michigan and around the country, I said, uh-oh, for the Democrats they're making a fundamental mistake. They're waking up the soccer moms that hate Donald Trump, voted against him, and I said, but they're putting uh, their kids over political party, and they will every time, and I said, this could start a movement. I said that in April, in print, more than once, and I did YouTube videos on this, and it turned out that that was really probably the deciding factor in places like Virginia and, and making a good red showing in, in New Jersey. But Steve, it even goes further than this. I know from experience that when you get hooked into uh, learning that your government is corrupt in one area, it's just the beginning of learning about the other things. 
I often said there's more than one entrance into the house of the New World Order knowledge. And when you walk through that door because of one issue, then you're going to find two and three and four. And what Biden just did and what uh, Garland just did with critical race theory and all this nonsense, he's produced people, Steve, that within two to three months at the six at the outside, they're going to be raging and sounding like us. That's why I think the other side is going to move to take us off the air as quickly as possible. That's why there's the termination list to take us out, because they've anticipated this now. They know that we're going to grow in great popularity. We will totally dwarf CNN, MSNBC, and we'll be the main source of information if they let it happen. And I think we're going to see a bloodbath. But I also think, too, this is why we're going to see multiple false flags in the near future. They have to head off this red wave. But I, I think you're absolutely accurate. I think, Dave, what is uh, really critical to people is power gained by revolution never surrenders by vote. That's a quailism, okay? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're, you're right. History shows that's true. Yeah, it's true. So the bottom, and again, the bottom line, I'm telling people, I'm not looking for the second coming of Donald Trump. I'm looking for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Well, that's not even apples and apples. Oh, yes, it is. Because the bottom line is, is in case most of you haven't known, we don't pray to our president who aren't in Washington, you know. Uh, well, gee, uh, this, I mean, that's how far some people have taken it, okay? And when something is idolized at the, uh, let's say, or put in the place of the living God, God has a wonderful way of taking that down before the eyes of everyone. And again, it's important to understand that we are at this time period that when I hear the FEMA camps are active, when you know they're active, when we know and have black helicopters, and by the way, these were over me, uh, they rattled my house. And, and when I say rattled, I'm in helicopters quite a bit, you know, 100 hours probably a year. I'm not bragging, I just that, that's how I do films and stuff. But the bottom line is, is that we're in a period unlike any other. And Jesus, here's the thing. I wish Christians would put into context the relevance of the Word of God. He said there's never been a time like it, nor would be again. If he didn't shorten the days for the elect's sake, there'd be no flesh left alive. And that's what we're seeing right now. The extinction-level protocols, and that's why that mega drop movie that is so critical is now, it's, by the way, it's available for live streaming. And right now on Gen6, G-E-N-S-I-X.com. And I changed the movie and, and thank the Lord because it wasn't encompassing enough. Now, mega drought, the annihilation of the human race accelerates and drought is just one of the things. We go into vaccination, we go into weather modification. And by the way, the people that have seen it already have said, wow. And I'm not just saying that. And to my way of thinking, this is the last hurrah for me, okay? I don't mean that it's just I don't have any more energy left to do another film. And this this is the one that had to be set. So, Dave, imagine the culmination of all the Extinction Protocol conferences in this one-hour presentation. And I'll send you the link. And I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I got so many links in my head. I'm sending out wrong links. So if I send you the wrong one, I'll send you the right one after the show. Yeah, well, that's okay. If you do, I'll, I'll remind you. Um, and believe me, I know I'm on information overload too. Um, I wanted to ask you something. It almost seems unrelated, but it isn't. It, it, it's on the periphery of what you're already talking about. Bill Nelson of NASA, never a straight answer. 
came out and said earlier this week that he believes UFOs are otherworldly. You want to comment on that and what's the purpose behind that statement? Well, I would use a three-letter term. Don't worry. It's DA, D-U-H. And when they say otherworldly, I want people to get used to the passage in Ephesians chapter 6 where we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Everything named there, principalities, powers, everything that Paul uh, is talking about is unseen at the time, but becomes, uh, if you will, in flesh, in person at the end times. So other dimensions, and that's something that people have got to understand. The Bible is very clear that Satan and his angels can take on human form. Yes. And people, people just <clears throat> deny that until they're blue in the face. And that's because at, at the heart of it, they're chickens. And <clears throat> I know that I could say this. You can cluck all you want, chickens. But the bottom line is, is that's part of the end time deception and all of the lying signs and wonders. When you understand advanced technology on a fallen angel level, Bible says one third of the angels that were in heaven, it doesn't say just 200. The 200 angels that the book of Enoch, fallen angels, those are the ones that had sex with earth women who originally fell on Mount Hermon in the, uh, you know, in, in the Golan Heights. But the bottom line is, is that what we're talking about is extra dimensionals. Did Satan, knowing because of the pro prophetic uh, pronouncements through Enoch, the scribe, that God was going to destroy the earth in a flood? Absolutely. Did they have advanced technology where they could basically jump space, jump dimensions, and go faster speed of light? Absolutely. So everything that fled is now coming back. And I'll tell you something that's probably one of the most astonishing things that was in the news that most people missed. The Uma Uma, that was the asteroid or piece of a actually destroyed planet Rahab, came back into our solar system. It was from an extrasolar source. It intersected with the former coordinates of the planet Rahab, or Lucifer's planet, as antiquity uh, defined it, or the planet Astra, A-S-T-R-A. And it's interesting because the point of intersect was exact with the computer guys, and I'm not one, but the computer guys that can retrogress uh, astronomical coordinates said this is a very telling thing. In other words, it was under intelligence guidance. I, 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 I'm not saying it was a, a base ship uh, cloaked as an asteroid, although base ships can cloak. And, and ladies and gentlemen, everything in science fiction is based on a spiritual fact. Right. And it's called deception. So I hope I'm answering your question. That's why I said never a straight answer. Duh, maybe he just gave one. Perhaps. As you know, Vance Davis, formerly of the NSA, part of the Gulf Free 7, he was, he's a friend of mine, has been for almost 28 years now. And Vance told me as part of his NSA training when he was attached to NATO in Germany, he was taught, this is his training, that the good guys and bad guys, I'm paraphrasing now, fought out in the cosmos, the bad guys lost, and the remnant of the losers was sent to the planet Earth. But well, that's biblical, and they're teaching this in the NSA. And where Vance departed company with the NSA, as well as six colleagues that that deserted their posts and took on George H. W. Bush, and eventually won, they deserted their post because of the satanic practices they were asking them to employ. Um, they were training them in things like remote viewing, remote sensing, but they also wanted them to do a lot of the Nazi occultic stuff 
like with Ouija boards and seances, and they said, enough's enough, we're not doing this. I don't know, Steve, if you knew about this, but this is part of NSA protocol. Oh, yes, I do, and I actually know uh, people from the Puzzle Palace, and most people know what I'm referring to, and from Langley, who are involved in that, and most people don't understand the basis of the Third Reich's occult. Heinrich Himmler's entire occult library, I think 40-some thousand volumes, was found just a year ago, maybe two years ago. The occult, there were literally cases of seances where women, Dave, would give uterine birth to full-size ectoplasmic entities wow. that would dictate advanced mathematics and physics that gave the Germans the knowledge how to do things like the uh, flying saucers, like the different, uh, and, and the Germans achieved a stargate just like the movie Hellboy. And so what's interesting is the correlation between the intelligence community and Hollywood. None of those scripts get put on the screen without passing the censors. And so many of the plots come from the censors themselves. Do you think that the TV show uh, Stargate SG-1 passed through CIA censorship? Yes. I do too, because of the terminologies they use, like Apophis, and, they, and, and right now I'm not having these things come to mind, but as I have watched the show, and sometimes I watch it in retrospect, they have all these terminologies that come out that are linked to stuff that you and I have talked about. So I've always thought that Stargate was the best example of predictive programming for this topic that I've ever seen. I agree, and by the way, the latest pyramidal-shaped uh, base ships, and, and I'm talking base ships, are pyramidal. And so when, you know, and, and I want everybody to understand something. The Masons got their, if you will, mystical base from what I'm gonna talk about is the Egyptian priesthood that precedes the hieroglyphics. It would be the pre-Adamic priesthood that Sanchi, who spoke to Solon, who told Plato about Atlantis, was the keeper of. In other words, there is an ancient Egyptian priesthood. They even dealt with it, and I think it was maybe either the first or second uh, Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. And so they are triggering and telling people that the mystery schools of Egypt, by the way, uh, I'd rather be on Jesus' side with the Book of Life than the Book of the Dead. And, uh, you know, as, as you're aware, Dave, I just spent two years with volunteer scientists and paid scientists spending a whole lot of money and uh, on the ancient hieroglyphs, not just of Egypt, but every symbol we could find, 500,000 of them plus, compared against each other. You can't do that with mainstream computers. And so that is something that, you know, is still ongoing. And people ask me when I'm going to release it. My answer is at the right time. Yeah. Well, I don't think that right time is going to be very far off. I don't either. I think I think we're coming into the acceleration mode. I think that's what you sense in your spirit. Mm -hmm. And I want people to understand something. There's a million shipping containers on ships off the east and west coast. How long do you think before the gangs figure it out that each one of those containers can be worth anywhere from, depending on contents, from 100,000, let's say, in toys to millions in electronic components? And how long do you think it takes before the crew can no longer stay on those ships because they run out of food, they run out of this, they abandon the ship, and all those containers become what I'm calling beachfront plunder? They go into the ocean, they tow them with ropes, and I, I understand that people have a hard time embracing this. 
but and it's up to you to share your information maybe not at this time but but people are going to figure it out if there's a million shipping containers and some of those have literally hundreds of thousands times a million you're talking about billions of dollars worth of stuff that people are languishing for now and so when i say it's going to be beachfront smorgasbord I don't know when, but I know soon. Does that make sense to you? No, it does. In fact, actually, I had this conversation with a military friend of mine the other day. I talked about the same thing, and I said, I expect a nation like Nicaragua or a conglomeration of nations that are hostile to the U.S. to form like a Somali pirate organization, and this confederation will go and raid the ships that are basically defenseless and plunder them. Yep, and, and I mean, so ladies and gentlemen, for the record, Dave and I have never spoken about that together, and never. No. So why is that critical? Because again, it shall it 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 shows you that there's no scripture says it's not by private interpretation. I know there are more prophets and prophetesses on the internet contradicting each other than I've ever seen. Remember this: God's not the author of confusion. One person said the greatest revival is coming. One says you got you know basically ten days till doomsday. And, and everything in between. But the testimony of Jesus is at the heart of everything. And I always pay attention. Our two words in the prophecies. If the Bible says the testimony of Jesus is a prophecy and the repentance, because a prophecy is the comfort, exhort, and edify. In other words, say, get right with God. And there's none of that. Then I just automatically throw it out. And that's a free Bible lesson to those that can embrace it. And, and embrace it. Yeah, that's uh, that's really well said. The, the one thing, and I want to address this too. Um, we're going to see the isolation of communities. We're going to see terrible hardships. There's a deliberate food shortage in planning right now. It's operational by the Biden administration, and I, I'm concerned about communication. And and this is why we chose on this show because the nature of the interview that I was going to do with Steve to talk about the importance of having sat phones. And Steve, for me, I'll just give you a practical one. I'm driving in a mountain canyon, and there could be rattlesnakes, mountain lions, bears, whatever, and my car breaks down, but I'm so remote that my cell phone doesn't work. That's why I'd want to have a sat phone. Um, I want you to address the issue, too, about why sat phone ownership is so important. Well, first of all, it can't be tracked. Listen, anything can be tracked, but sat phones aren't tracked within inches of your head they're a 50 mile radius number uh that's first number two they can stay up when there's no power no cell no problem sat phones go for instance dave if he's in that position he can't get through to somebody he calls me i can get through to somebody on his behalf sat phones go sat phone to sat phone they can go sat phone to landline they can go sat phone to cell phone but when everything else goes down like during texas it's sat phone to sat phone and so that's why we want people to get them. And by the way, you and I spoke months ago about that people are going to finally figure it out that's the only form or the last form of communication. You know this, they're making war on the hams, the shortwave uh, ham operators right now. And somebody says, well, they can always take down the satellites. Well, yeah, of course they can, but it's the last opportunity. And until they take it down, we can be using, again, the sat phones when everything else is going down. Tina at the satellite phone store has amazing stories to tell of just how many lives were saved. My wife's life was saved, actually her sister, 
would be my sister-in-law in Canyonlands when uh, all I was able to get is an emergency sat phone call. You can't get a cell phone in the canyon. So I know personally what it did to uh, enable me to rescue some people. I wasn't the rescuer, but to alert the rescuer in an impossible situation. And it was a sat phone that was responsible for my sister-in-law and her friend not dying uh, due to exposure in the canyon, floating it, going into the water and getting the last message, you know, Basically, Ruth went under the water. That's my sister-in-law. So I know from experience. So Dave, this is what you want to be able to stay in contact with your family. I want to be able to stay in contact with my family. I don't care. They can scramble. They can do everything they want. But the reason they're not going to take down the sat phones is because militaries of each other's country use each other's satellites for command control and communication. So it is the last, it is the last uh, if you will, opportunity for a phone conversation. It can't be tracked within inches of the person making the call. Yeah, one of the things that I, I have thought about a lot too is, you know, I live about a half hour to 40 minutes north of the most northwesterly suburb of Phoenix. And, but we frequently go into the city. So imagine my wife and uh, my son and we're in different locations and it takes 30 minutes to take a city down right now. We know that from the drill, St. Paul, Phoenix, and so forth. And so the takedown comes, and we weren't expecting it. We can communicate. We may be 20, 25 miles apart from each other, but we could uh, form rallying points. Where can we rally? Where could we best go and hang out with people we know or with family members? And that's why, to me, the benefit of having the sat phone when we venture into the city is extremely important. Well, yeah, in essence, Galileo, now it's separate, it's a separate company. Don't call the satellite phone store and talk about Galileo. Go to Galileo.com, see how you're registered. And uh, some of you guys, I think you and Doug are getting close to seven or 800 people that have signed up for your emergency alerts. I think I'm right under 700. But I am making it a point, Dave, now that I got enough strength and my, my breath back, at least partially, to send out my most urgent stuff on the satellite phone system because the people that have supported you, supported me, and supported the satellite phone system. By the way, will you give out their phone number one more time? Yeah, it's 855-980-5830. That's 855-980-5830. Tell them you heard it on Dave Hodge's show and ask for the Iridium deal, I-R-I-D-I-U-M, if you're wanting it right away, and literally, literally, so many people are signing up to get their satellite phones that, as Tina warned, they would not be available. And what's really interesting, Dave, the components that people are watching uh, keep uh, 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 cars and automobile dealerships empty of new vehicles, they use a lot of advanced technology satellite phones. So those who get them have them. And that's a real statement. It's not a scare statement. But you get the phone for free, and it's 100 bucks a month. That, that, that's a great deal. I remember having to pay thousands of dollars for my first sat phone 10 years ago. And by the way, that company goes overboard to make everything right. And I know for a fact, and I, I won't give any detail, I know for a fact that the satellite phone store donated a lot of phones 
to people that are trying to rescue people in Afghanistan. Yes, that's true. That's right. I know that too. That's a wonderful um, company. And it's the yeah. only way they can communicate. I've heard on Fox News people talking with family members on stage, but cell phone, uh, satellite communication coming in from Afghanistan that Americans are trapped behind enemy lines. That's really the only way we could be sure that that was happening. Otherwise, you know, what Jen Psaki said, uh, all the ones that wanted to get out got out, and now we know because of sat phones that's an absolute lie. These people are on the run for their lives. Correct. And ladies and gentlemen, any man, any woman, any entities, when I use the word entity, I'm talking non-human beings. So I want people to understand that, Dave, and this really gets me going, that would abandon a thousand, whatever the final number is of Americans, and use the military to keep the Americans from boarding the planes that could have taken them out, that's not worthy of support. And I say this too, I say to the degree those monsters have made that decision, may God multiply unto them sevenfold the misery they've caused these people. We pray for their exit. Another story today, wonderful story about ex-military guy going in and breaking out more people, taking out, breaking out. And I'm telling you, there's some brave men and women. I have people contacting me uh, to basically support and sponsor, and I'm doing it uh, through communications and other means, I'm not even going to say anything. But the thing is, is that it's important that people understand this. What Dave is talking about, when Americans pull together as people, this country changes course and direction, especially Christians, Christians have to recognize who the enemy is. And unless they recognize who the enemy is, I'm telling you this, they have two choices. Worship Satan, bow down and worship Satan, or go to heaven. And I hope that the resolve that God works miracles, I'm praying for your listeners, my listeners, your viewers, my viewers, Doug Hagman, Mike Adams, all the people that know that the only truth they're going to get is an alternative news. And Dave, in the last 96 hours, I would, and I'll, I'll send it to you, just so you can see it for yourself, uh, 96 hours, the takedown of alternative news is the most, uh, uh, how should I say this? It's at the top of the list, and some of the major drug companies that have billions of dollars are behind it using dummy corporations and every form of either buying them off, shutting them up permanently, and taking alt news off because we're the only ones telling the truth about the global extinction plan and it's in play. I will not put up any headline that says, is this the end of the United States? I'll put up headlines that say, unless America repents, this is the end of the United States. I will put up no wishy-washy headlines. And, and, and here's a guy that's saying this, just want to let you know that I finally got my first sat phone alert from you last night and I got one from Doug today. It was a blessing to get them. So the point is here, this is real time, 2.50 my time. So the point is, is that people are recognizing the value of that. And I have one guy, he lives in Florida, whole family ready to go. He said, you just say the words and I'll go. And that's, what, that's why I'm paying the most attention. The La Palma uh, volcano, no one has done more in-depth, uh, what would you say, uh, reporting or actual putting out private briefing alerts than I have. And my source is scientists who are out of the country because if they say what they say in the country, they'll end up dead. Interesting. I want to go back to just one fact here. Uh, did you say the crest of the tsunami estimated to come out of La Palma if it breaks apart, hits the ocean, would be 
150 to 250 feet? Yes, and that's based on volume of displacement based on total land mass and the speed at which the land mass hits the ocean, okay? In other words, if there's a volcanic explosion that takes and that and blows that mass, it's mass times velocity. Just real simple physics, that's the kinetic energy. So that's how they determine how many megatonnage. And Dave, we're talking about the explosive force of more than all the nuclear weapons in the world at the same time. That's how big the volcanic explosive index is. And so now we have three volcanic vents that have opened, big ones. And now we have, it's also, if you look at the satellite photos, it looks like the finger of God is literally cutting the island in half. I know you've seen those images. And the problem is, is that there's no truth coming out of the mainstream media, none whatsoever. Very little reporting on it. But what's critical is the secondary number. If this thing just smoldered for two years, you're gonna see the worst winter, and, and I, for the record, geoengineering has just taken place in Alaska. They got 10 feet of snow, I believe, in a 24-hour period. Oh my gosh. And, and that's because heart or ionospheric heaters, geoengineeringwatch.org, Dane Wigington, are moving the atmospheric rivers. The atmospheric rivers can run 1,000 miles and be 375 miles wide. And when you can control that, to quote Lyndon Baines Johnson, when he was sworn as president, he goes, he's on record as stating, he who controls the weather controls the world. That's and true. That's Steve, we're almost out of time, but yep. I, I, I got to give you an opportunity to talk about Q files and we got about 45 seconds. Q files is by subscription. It's on the front of my website, stevequail.com. Uh, three briefings a week and they're in-depth briefings, meaning you get them in your email and usually three podcasts, but sometimes I have to add because, you know, just of what I've been going through, but people are reporting. It's the most in-depth, uh, I should say this, discussion on the specific topics that God's people want to know. And Dave, again, thank you for what you do. Well, no, and I, Steve, I got to tell you too, I, I, I covered uh, one of your shows when you were ill and uh, the feedback I got from your audience was fantastic. I mean, it was really overwhelming. Uh, you have such a good audience and a knowledgeable audience. Uh, it's just, and I want to say this too, before we close, and I know I speak for Steve in this, we appreciate you coming here. Truly, we do. We're we're all locking arms. We're, we're soldiers for Christ. But folks, if we don't act, if you don't hear shows like this and share it, if you don't go out and become active, uh, along with repenting and all the things we should be doing as Christians, it doesn't matter. Knowledge doesn't matter unless you act on the knowledge. And I want to really implore people to get out and do the right thing. Steve, thank God you're on the mend. You did a great job today in the interview. Your stamina was fantastic. Your content was better. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dave. God bless and goodbye. Thank you.